here we are. We are we are back in, Still in action. Yes, for episode twenty four. Um, and as usual, when we take a hiatus, a million things are happening that we will never get to everything. But there are, you know, a lot of trailers we're going to watch today, um, which is always a big hit. Like the last episode, I checked the stats and it was like most people, like the bulk of people that stumbled on it, just like you could see, like the watch time was all our Doom trailer reaction. Um, uh, so there's some interesting things with that. Um, for instance, uh, Zendaya and my wife will correct me if I pronounced that wrong. It apparently only filmed four days. Which, uh, if you've read the book, you now know instantly where that... If she's only in the movie a little bit, you know kind of where the movie ends in the book. Um, and then we were talking before we, we hit the record button about uh, Marvel's What If, which is now three episodes in. And, wow, that's been really cool. I've I've liked what they did. Like, the first one was literally just Captain America, but at the beginning it... it Yep. You know, he gets shot and, you know, that happens. So, um, so what do you it think? It was very man? enjoyable in spite of being predictable because it, right. you essentially had the plot of First Avenger. It was predictable right up until Steve showed up in, like, the Iron Man type suit. <laughs> that that part was surprising, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I'll just, you know, put my nerd on hat on for a minute and just point out that Tony could barely power his first version of the suit and that was with a modern some kind of modern power source. I don't know. I have to go back and... and uh, that power source was and, based on something his father was working on. Remember, it was that's the arc right. reactor in Stark. That's right. Was already there. Yeah. But so maybe his dad it, figured it out. Right? Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe Howard Stark figured out a way to do that in this alternate universe. So, sure. Okay. Well, it, uh, it right. was in a situation of need when uh, in Iron Man 1, Tony figured it out. He's like, well, maybe right. I can figure out how to do this. So his dad's probably the same way. So yeah, yeah there was that. And um, and then the uh, very bittersweet second episode that uh, actually that one was my each one has become my favorite <laughs> as they've gone. So that's a good sign for where it's going. I love the animation. It's very pretty. They, they've Apparently spent a lot of money on that. I, it's like yeah. it's cell it's animation, but it's definitely effect. CG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. that last one no, was it brutal. Looks great. Mm-hmm. The last one was, I think, my favorite one so far because yeah, completely unpredictable. I mean, the first two episodes were sort of let's pluck one character out and replace them with someone else, and the, I have to say. Thanos, it, that, <laughs> in that, the second episode, the, the way that was written and the jokes and everything in the second episode was probably stole it, in my opinion. It was hilarious. Well, uh, and it was Josh Brolin too, so that was pretty fun. Sure. Well, the voice acting across the board, right, has been. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's been all of the, not one from the from the films. Not, uh, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. Couldn't do it. Um, That's who else was replaced? Uh, oh, that was not Liv Tyler in the last episode doing Betsy Ross. That was oh. uh, 
That was oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She did a good job of a Liv Tyler, though. <laughs> yeah. And they really just emphasize, and I think that going forward, we're going to see more and more that 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 the Incredible Hulk movie is, is going to be emphasized as being part of canon. I mean, in Shang-Chi, which we'll talk about oh, sure. after a couple trailers. Well, it was, we are it getting, was intended to be. And I think we'd mentioned that before, and sorry mm-hmm. if we're getting off on a tangent here, um, that originally Edward Norton, they, they had him kind of lined up, yeah. you know, queued up, ready to become part of the MCU, and because of other projects and other films. and He wanted a little more control than Marvel was willing to give. Probably, yeah. Exactly, and so well, that's him. Though he's a very um, artsy guy. So yeah, that's a that's a that's the that, and we will probably you know do a more in depth what if discussion. But we got a lot we're going to get to. But you know, for the last few months, MCU fans have and Sony fans and Spider Man fans have been clamoring. It's like, why are we getting trailers for all this other stuff? Uh, Spider Man is out in De- in December, and we haven't had a trailer yet. Well, finally. The trailer dropped. It is the biggest uh, movie trailer of all time on YouTube views, beating out um, Avengers Endgame. Mm. Uh, and wow! So we gonna we, we, let, should we just listen? I think it's best we watch this and then talk about it because there's a lot that happens here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so I'm gonna go ahead and fire this up if you're ready. Yeah, one, two, three, go. Yeah. Oh, look at this. This is a good one. Some suggest that Parker's powers include the male spider's ability to hypnotize females. Stop. Come on. (laughs) Yes, my spider lord. (laughs) Can we just, like, stay up here all day? It is so crazy down there. That's right, folks. Spider-Man is, in fact, Peter Yay, Parker. J.K. Simmons. Listen, I did not or J.K. Simmons. Mysterio. The drones did. Right. The drones that are yours. Is that Matt Murdock? Does any part of you feel relieved about all this? What do you mean? Good question. Now that everybody knows, you don't really have to hide or lie to people. For the record, I never wanted to lie to you. But how do you tell someone that you're Spider-Man? Now everybody knows. But this isn't about me. This is hurting a lot of people. I've just been thinking about how to fix all of this. <laughs> oh, this is going to be crazy. So, Peter, to what do I owe the pleasure? I'm sorry to bother you, sir. Please, we saved half the universe together. I think we're beyond you calling me, sir. Okay. I love this. Steven. Sweatpants. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. When Mysterio so, revealed right my here. identity, my we're, entire we're life got screwed up. Okay. I was wondering if maybe you could make it so that he never did. Strange. Don't cast that spell. Well, it's now he's dangerous. Gonna... Sure. Fine. <laughs> right. I won't. <laughs> the entire world is about to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. This Wait, is everyone? weird that they're going to do this, though. Can't some people This is straight out of the That's comics. That's not how the spell works. So MJ's going to forget about everything we've ever been through? Stop tampering with the spell. Oh my god, Ned, he's my best friend. Oh, my Aunt May should really stop talking. The tampering isn't. Yeah, that reminded me of something that might happen in the Dresden Files. What happened? How easy it is to break a spell like that. Tampered with the stability of space-time. Multiverse is a concept about oh, which we know frighteningly little. 
problem is you trying to live two different lives. <laughs> the longer you do it, the more dangerous it becomes. Oh my. Yes. Be careful what you wish for, Parker. Hello, Peter. <laughs> right there, someone pointed something out, too. I'm hoping this will just kind of stop. Yeah, probably not. Just hit pause. So, okay. You go first. Well, I spent, oh gosh, I don't know, about 10 minutes rolling back and forth, just sort of scrubbing back and forth the trailer here. And I want to get to the scene that I'm talking about. And if you're on the Spider-Man No Way Home, the, you know, the YouTube, the official site, he is running through what looks like a cafeteria Mm-hmm. In a black suit. His suit is black. Wasn't that it's all uh, black? Yeah, but wasn't didn't he have that suit in the uh, last movie too? That was his like that, stealth suit or something. Well, it, but that was just like black army fatigues. That yeah, was sort this, of in are you saying this might be the uh, Venom connection? Venom. I think the party might show up in this movie. I don't know that. I just. You know, I think we can speculate, sit here and speculate for an hour, all the possibilities that could be, um, that could pop up in this film, given the heavy multiverse component to it. Yeah. But there's, if you if you go through and just, you know, pause and, and go through frame by frame of this scene where he's running through some kind of lunchroom or cafeteria, he's in, it's his Spider-Man suit, but it's all black. Right. And Which so is I how think the that's a possibility that we could see some version of Peter with It's really the hard to tell if it's got the silver like they did in uh, Spider-Man yep. 3. Um, oh, look at that. I managed to click right on a... All right, now there's some other things that I think I saw confirm. All right, he's casting the spell there. It's really hard to do on this yeah, tiny the, thing. In the comic storyline, sort of canon, right, where they're pulling this from in Civil War... Spider-Man was convinced by Tony Stark to join up, sign the, 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 you know, the Superhero Registration Act, and as, as a result, was forced to make his identity public, which brought all manner of criminals out of the woodwork and targeted mm -hmm. Aunt May, targeted Mary Jane, just ruined his life. And in the wake of the Civil War storyline, this actually happened in the comics. He went to Stephen Strange, who cast a spell and made the entire world forget who Spider-Man really is. And that included everyone. Um, he didn't muck with it, as the trailer... <laughs> I saw a funny meme you know, where uh, after Doctor Strange casts the spell and everyone forgets, that well, uh, Doctor Strange forgets too. He's like, who are you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, and then it gets in, what, what I've been reading is some interesting things, um, is that people have pointed out, yeah, Christmas, after it does this, you get this montage of various disasters, and this one right here, people have said, wow, is that Electro? And I think Jamie Foxx has mentioned that, I mean, that was confirmed mm -hmm. that he's in it. So, right. are we getting the whole Sinister Six, and then... Oh, Someone yeah. saw something that looked like sand. I haven't been able to find that because, one, this isn't... I can only move this by seconds. Right. Um, and then, obviously, this... 
that had to be Willem Dafoe's voice. I don't know if that's been confirmed. Sure sounds like it. But now we're getting to the point where if and Willem Dafoe like, is in it... Visually, that looks, that looks like the design that they use for the pumpkin bombs. And for what mm-hmm. it's worth, in anticipation of this movie, we have been watching the Sam Raimi oh, yeah. McGuire trilogy. Well, then speaking and of just, that, the big question isn't what villains will be in it, right? The big question is what possible heroes will be in it and then someone really smart pointed out what he's wearing here this suit which i can't zoom in there's a better shot of it somewhere where you see it if you go Who's back and watch you in that scene that, no. that's not someone where we know Mm-mm. right no i don't know but the point is that that suit is that that kind of tweed looking suit if that's what that's called or wool suit or whatever yeah uh there's okay. a scene in one of the spider-man raimi movies that uh, Toby Maguire is wearing the exact same suit, the same color shirt, oh, yeah. the same okay. tie, the same yeah, yeah. everything. And now yeah. everyone's wondering, did they just, using a suit, confirm that Maguire and Garfield are going to be in this? Because if Electro's in it, someone swears they saw uh, the lizard guy, although they couldn't see his Connor. tail. Yeah. yeah. Kurt Connors. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I mean, that one's obvious. They showed that one. And then when it, the big question I've been seeing is like when he says, hello, Peter, everyone's been asking, which one? <laughs> right. Because why would well, he recognize he knows who he is? Yeah. So when he shows up there, one, they pointed out his, the lights in his, his um, arms were red, which means they're in control. So this is directly after yeah. um, the Spider-Man 2 because he had to throw himself in there because the arms had taken control. He kind of got control of them, right. but yeah. So it's going to be a, a wild, wild ride. I, I'm looking forward to this. Well, I feel like, much like the Suicide Squad, the trailers are not going to be able to show you anything. <laughs> oh, I don't want them to. Yeah, right. I, that's all I want to see. Tease it. it James Gunn had a terrible time making the trailers for the Suicide Squad because of the first scene. (laughs) He he couldn't spoil the first scene, so he just shows the most random things. And (laughs) yeah, but we'll talk about that later. Oh, that movie was something else. Um, Mm -hmm. And honestly, with this, I don't know. It's mostly this is just going to be a lot of speculation. Um, if Garfield and Maguire or are in it, I kind of don't want to know. So now I'm like, maybe this should be like the... They say teaser, which makes me think there'll be more. I mean, they got to market it. Um, but this trailer blew up. They they went ahead and said, look, you've been asking for this. <laughs> like, they tweeted it and then tweeted it again. And they uh, Sony did. And they're like, you've been... Or the, the official Twitter did. Like, you've been asking for this for so long. You better watch it a million times. And they watched it like... Um, I don't know, 34 billion or something ridiculous like that. So, uh, <laughs> and then I was wondering, it's like, why didn't Warner Brothers use that same marketing for uh, for the Justice League movie? It's like, you've been asking for it, so watch it repeatedly. Right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, it's we are about to get a Marvel movie a month for the rest of the year. Woot. We got Shang-Chi in, um, what, less than a week? Is that this week? Yeah, Is coming this- up. Um, so and then in October we have the Eternals. Okay, I don't think we have anything in November. Um, Venom two. 
Oh yeah, not, I guess that counts. Not sort of officially MCU, MCU Actually, Disney, but right, it's yeah. affiliated. And then um, Spider Man in December. Now this is all up in the air. Now, um, right. And actually, they've—they're—I uh, uh, think they're about to throw Shang Chi under the bus because they've said they're going to use um, its box office. The rumor is is they're going to use its box office as a indication of what they should do with the Eternals. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay. We'll see. I'm going to go see Shang-Chi. I'm going to fi- find yeah, a very definitely. early time and wear my Superman mask and, and, and sit in the theater. Um, so uh, I'm sure I put some cool in between. you never know when the TVA is going to show up and just <laughs> ruin your day. <laughs> yeah, the TVA. Oh, well, that's going to be interesting. I bet they'll show up again, maybe in the Eternals. All right, this trailer, I- I'm really excited for this. This really got me stoked for this movie because this trailer, one... It fine. It, it it kind of cleared up some some WTF things. Like there's always like when you're watching like Aquaman is like where the hell's the Justice League while Orm is you know throwing tidal waves at the mm-hmm. East Coast. Where 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 are they? Um, so that that kind of thing. It's always like when you watch the solo MCU movies. It's like well why aren't the Avengers helping with this this world crisis right now? <laughs> but uh, so here we well, let's watch this and then we'll talk about this. Um, okay. What a cast! What a cast! Let's see if this works. Yes. Five years ago, Thanos erased half of the population of the universe. I forgot she was in this. But the people of this planet brought everyone back with a snap of a finger. The sudden return of the population provided the necessary energy for the emergence to begin. How long do we have? Seven days. Hmm. I just can't see it without thinking. It's like, didn't you just get killed by in the Red Wedding? We're Eternals. Hmm. We came here 7,000 years ago to protect humans from the deviants. Why didn't you guys help fight Thanos or any war or all the other terrible things throughout history? We were instructed not to interfere in any human conflicts unless deviants are involved. By who? <laughs> That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Forgot about that. Actually, we need to find the others. I haven't seen some of them for centuries. Hi. Hello. <laughs> this is what the end of the world looks like. You know what's never saved the planet? Your sarcasm. We have loved these people since the day we arrived. When you love something, you protect it. Ah, there's John Snow. Protect. 
Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I know it. the perfect safe house. Well, what's this even made of? Vibranium? Yep. <laughs> Whoops. Fall collection. Ikea. There was the Deadpool connection. <laughs> so, um, well, I have to go I, ahead and, I, and say this, and I'm going to piss off the MCU people when I say this, but there is no way it is yet Man of Steel's influence is far with the eye beams. I mean, it's just perfect. I love it. It's not an insult to be compared to a Zack Snyder movie MCU fans, but that yeah, it just looks straight well, up from Man of Steel, except that it's it's the white beams, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's great. It's a great effect that the well, I mean, power emanating from your body is going to glow from the inside. Sure, I, I guess it's not really a any kind of biological precedent for that. But that obviously existed in the comics decades, decades before anyone even thought about turning this into a movie. No, I'm talking about the but look. I, I, not, yeah, not yeah, the, yeah. They didn't steal I-beams from that because obviously right. the heat vision for Superman has existed since the, I think the 40s is when they started doing that. I'm talking about the effect of the, like, the, when you see it um, around his, his eyes, mm-hmm. like you could see the, they really the did it in Justice in League with Zeus shooting the lightning and his whole arms glowed from the inside as he yeah, shot yeah. the lightning bolts. I'm yeah, a big fan. So much with with the digital animation now. It just looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, from Circe's weapons when they're like materializing with the, oh, yeah, the shield and the spear and all that stuff. It looks amazing. Um, I can't remember which character it is. Turns the bus into flower petals. Yes. Um yeah, I don't know anything about, and I'm kind of. I, I actually ran a poll, which I think only got five vote, votes, and it was it was about Dune, and this is the same thing with this. Is I, I asked the people that are watching it, have you read the book or not? Because I kind of think with Dune, the people that haven't read the book are going to have more fun. I mean, everyone's going to have fun. It looks like it's great, and it's the same with this. I'm not. I'm not reading about these characters in the comics. Uh, I got a rough idea of what they are. We've talked a bit about what they are. Um, yeah, well, you can check out. We t- have talked on multiple occasions about Brian Michael Bendis, right? Who did an Eternals run that was a. Really well, yeah, I don't want to. Is the point I'm getting? <laughs> oh, okay. I, I'm thinking that this I, might be more fun to just go in, uh, kind of like I did with Guardians of the Galaxy. I knew nothing of Guardians of the Galaxy. My wife and I, well, let's go see it just for the heck oh. of it, and we're blown away by it. For what it's worth, I don't get the sense from the trailer, just watching the trailer that much of this is based on the Bendis um, Eternals run, I don't think, but it's hard to say because it's just, you know, it's 90, 100 seconds worth of mm-hmm. dialogue, footage, stuff from the movie. Uh, of course, they're showing off a lot of the spectacular visuals. Yeah. And they... Because tra- it's a trailer. The, they did something smart, though. They went ahead and in the trailer explained why they didn't help with Thanos or the invasion of New York or nuclear war or, well, or uh, I'm glad that. you I'm glad you mentioned that because if I'm not mistaken somebody might correct me in the comments or something but Thanos is the son of a deviant and in in this mythos with the Eternals thousands and thousands of years ago you had some celestials stop by earth and select it's like a hundred 
of each, right? When Homo sapiens, some the birth of the Homo sapiens, right? When humans first evolved on planet Earth, they took a hundred of them and made them celestials, or I'm sorry, ter- turned a hundred of them into eternals, and some of those deviated uh-huh. from the mission and their form. Something about their psychology and the way that their power manifested or something, it just, it corrupted them. And and if I'm not mistaken, Thanos is the child of one of his parents was a deviant. In other words, one of these Eternals that went awry and became corrupted. I have to go back and look. Well, they may be not. Might be talking out my butt a little bit. They may not be doing that in the movie universe, though, because then if he was a deviant or part deviant, I would assume they would have been able to intervene. Maybe. They'll probably explain more. They may not talk more about Thanos than what we just saw, so we don't know. That's true. That's true. Uh, It's really going to be interesting. They have not given a hint of, because apparently um, Kit Harington is playing this uh, Black Knight character. Um, and I know nothing of that, but they have not shown him other than just a few, like, typical <clears throat> Kent Harrington faces. And right. I think he had a bit of dialogue in that one. So, <laughs> so he's not an Eternal. Um, and it'll be interesting to see right. how they handle that. But, um... Yeah, I figure um, we can now talk about a few of these things because the Eternals actually comes after. I don't know why I picked this order. It was fairly um, let's t- random. I've been hearing really good things about Shang Chi, and you know we're we're good. Let's just roll right through it. So yay, special effects. <laughs> um, yeah. So the early reactions came in for this last week. Um, and I've been hearing a lot of things that are getting me excited about, more excited about this movie, is that um, the action is supposed to be like Marvel's best action. Um, highly inspired yeah, well, by Jackie Chan movies and stunt work. Um, I'm not surprised. A lot of classic, uh, you know, sort of kung fu theater. Um, you know, what they used to call wire um, action things mm-hmm. were... You guys are floating and flying, also, um, and flipping around off prop roofs tricks. And, the yeah. they they're in that bus scene. There's one point when he like whips his jacket off to block someone, oh, yeah. and pops it back on, and then he's punching people. Very Jackie Chan esque prop mm-hmm. gags. Um, uh, I probably should have put the trailer in there for this one because the, the that la- much like the Eternals, the last Shang Chi trailer pretty much sealed the deal for me. I like that they've mm-hmm. changed the ten rings from rings on your fingers. To these like power Something rings on your arms, arms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and judging by this picture, it looks as though uh, he uh, scores the uh, rings from his father, or is that his? Yeah, that's him. So that's going to be interesting. Um, and his father is the traditional Mandarin. That's that's been confirmed, I believe. Mm-hmm. But the, they've said that it's it's surprising. It's got a lot of heart. Um, that uh, early reactions are generally my best judge of how I, whether or not I'm going to like a movie because the early reactions are just the people that want to see the movie. <laughs> so if the early reactions are are kind of lukewarm, then that probably means it's not going to be 
right. that great. But then again, the early reactions for Black Widow were great, and that movie just, the further I get away from that movie, the less. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I need to rewatch yeah. it and give it another chance. Florence Pugh's good, and David Harbour, so that's what I'll watch. But, oh, look, he exploded. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what do you think of it? I mean, I know you were... I can't uh, wait. Would, yeah. And I, he... I, I think I... Went, earlier when we talked about this on a previous episode, I didn't know that much about Shang-Chi. I went and kind of... I, I, I had only read... Shang-Chi. No, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Shang. Shan. Shang. Shan. S H A N G. Shang. Shang. Yeah. And kind of, I, I had only read, gosh, maybe a couple of story arcs in the Avengers canon, where you know just about everyone in the in in the Marvel, you know, universe has been an Avenger at some point. If you go back and look, and like nearly everyone. At some point, has been. Ooh, I want to read Avenger. the ones where Thanos was and, an Avenger. <laughs> so he was. He he's in a couple of the Avenger story arcs. He often overlaps, and I think you're going to get some of that in the movie with um, the Hand, Elektra, Daredevil, um, some of those characters. Ronan, um, not Ronan the Accuser, but rather the persona that Hawkeye adopts for a time Adopted. that we got. Just a little taste of in yeah. Endgame, um, but yeah, yeah. So, I wonder, it makes me wonder I'm if they're really going to bring back it. the Iron Fist at some point. You know, maybe not with uh, I don't know. But I mean, back to that Spider-Man trailer. That that everyone thinks that when he's getting interrogated, and then the person that drops the papers, that that look that looks like his lawyer, and you know his lawyers in the comics. Spider-Man's lawyers always Matt Murdock, so we're right. waiting to see if if he returns. That could be fun. Um, and and, and everyone's been counting likely, the Sinister he's Six. He's likely one of the few people that could determine Spider-Man's true identity if he's met Peter Parker. Yeah, and would probably know from mm-hmm. the smell and his heartbeat, and you know all right. those other. Sensory. Oh, so he could figure it out after everyone forgot. But anyway, that's back to Spider Man. That's a tangent. So now we got to switch just for a bit before we get this big Asimov trailer to um, to DC. And there's a couple quick things. Uh, First thing is I want to get before I your your thoughts on these on this crew. Oh, I'm just going to go (laughs) and say we cannot discuss this movie without spoilers because. You can't discuss this movie without spoilers. So it's been a few weeks, a couple weeks. Um, spoilers are happening. This is the Suicide Squad, the James Gunn sequel. Um, oh my God! So what did you think? Uh, very uh, funny, but good, good, um, dirty fun. <laughs> yeah, gory. Um, it's very gory and yeah. They let him so do sweet. whatever he wanted. That that that's yep. so shocking for Warner Brothers. But um, now I see what he was talking about when he thanked David Ayer for clearing the path for him by going through hell. Is that they're they're learning some lessons? But this movie didn't do well in the box office. Um, but I mean, uh, the people that complain a- about that, there's literally still a pandemic, and the type of people that like these movies are typically the type that don't want to yeah. go. 
to a theater if they don't feel safe. So they watch it at home on HBO Max. But, um, I mean, it's, yeah, so there's a go ahead. It's not, I don't know, I mean, it's not top shelf as far as it's, it's not going to be that memorable. It's, it's, uh, it was a fun popcorn movie that, I mean, I don't know what else to say. And it was rated R, um, so that's going right. to always dig into the audience, except for the Joker. But the Joker happened, you know, when there wasn't a pandemic. And yeah. it just hit at I mean, just I, the right I, moment, I guess. Probably on par with, with Black Widow. Maybe it made a little better than Black Widow. Much better than Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman sequel. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I found this one much more enjoyable than Black Widow because... One well, it has actually died, and then um, oh goodness, the uh, the King Shark, Sylvester Stallone, and uh, Ratcatcher two really stole the show in this one. Um, actually, Cena was great, Peacemaker. I'm I'm now actually intrigued by that that HBO Max series. But let's talk about the surprises now. We haven't done any spoilers, so let's let's get into the surprises. So the first one, obviously, is this opening scene, right? Where oh, yeah. you have Harley and Boomerang and all these people that they've shown in the trailer, and yep. they all get killed except for Rick Flag right. and Harley Quinn in the opening scene. Yep. So yep. that that was amazing that whole sequence, and then we get to meet the real team, which is this this crew here. You can't, and then they have to go rescue Rick Flag, which had the next surprising scene when they go into this uh, this camp and murder everybody, and then it turns out they were not bad guys. <laughs> That's right. Um, and people, some people that reacted negatively to this movie, you know, James Gunn had to say, well, you know, the Suicide Squad's made up of super villains. That's right. Other than Rick Flagg. So, <laughs> and then, but the, the biggest thing that wasn't a surprise because they just had to show it in the trailer is we got to see one of the other major DC villains and... Starro, which is one of the most interesting characters in DC Comics because it's both stupid and kind of horrifying at the same time. Uh, it's an the accurate way it, description. Yeah, it's Ridiculous. like it's it's a giant star, and but the, what it does is is pretty horrifying. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. It's something they've been doing often in DC movies. You know, Snyder did it with Batman. Is is you get these these big characters and they're kind of not Starro, but um, I'm actually talking about uh, the Thinker, and it's kind of at the end of his career. Um, and he gets unceremoniously killed off by Starro for apparently we don't let's not even think about what he was doing to Starro. Um, sure, but yeah, it was a it was a really good movie. It I thought uh, for what it was. It, it was unabashedly the, a Suicide Squad movie. I, I felt like it was actually... I would like to see... I'm one of the many people that would like to see David Ayer's actual Suicide Squad, which is supposed to be closer to Training Day than to what we got, which was a bad Guardians of the Galaxy ripoff, the original Suicide yeah. Squad. Um, <laughs> but this movie did not, you know, try and retcon that at all. I thought that was really nice. Um, and then the last thing I want to mention before we, we get into this Asimov trailer, which we will have a brief break before we do, is, um, I don't know if you've heard this news right here, but, um... We mentioned it. The last yeah. time we were, Last episode, you mentioned it. 
but I, mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah, it was confirmed right after the episode. Um, they are finally listening to the fans. At least the HBO Max part is, and there's going to be a, a Black Canary show. Um, okay. And she's returning to her role and Birds of Prey, um, which I really need to rewatch. That movie actually is probably one that's really rewatchable. Um, she was a standout in that cast, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really excited for this. Um, and well, it's again, very I'm the, similar in in tone, very, very similar to the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, like dark humor, gritty, a lot of violence, still funny. The pacing and the writing and the jokes were lined up really well, so that despite some gore here and there and some really revolting things that happened you just kind of chuckling and laughing they exploded the 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 uh what was his name the black mask or whatever was so hilarious which is sad because it was like brutal but yeah they and um kathy ann is another director also that uh was a victim of of warner brothers so i don't think we got to see her true vision for for uh the uh the birds of prey movie either it was still good though but yeah the dc works best because their characters are, and we've talked about this many times, DC works best when it is gritty. Man of Steel, Superman, is this ludicrously cheerful character in the comics. And if they tried to do that like they do in the MCU, it would be hard to swallow. And, and actually, the MCU doesn't do that either. Captain America, I went back, you go back and watch the first Avenger, and that movie's pretty dark in places i mean pretty violent there's one yeah. point when they throw a uh, one of the uh the um hydra pilots into this prop and <laughs> just just like explodes oh, yeah, yeah. in midair it's like yeah and they make the cap suit darker in that movie too so his introduction and but i was but all of dc is there's not really many grounded dc characters that you know, you you, you kind of got to, or like with Aquaman, you got to really d- dive unabashedly, unembarrassed into the ridiculousness of it. Like when the best scene in Aquaman, or one of the funnest scenes in Aquaman is when he shows up in the Aquaman armor. And it's orange and gold and green. And, it, and then he, Jason Momoa, makes it work. So, yeah, so we're going to take a brief... Uh, pause here and then come back and this is something that uh, Scott has been telling me about and and I'm excited for we will talk about this foundation trailer really quick and then um, I don't know I'll be we'll be right back Mm -hmm. stop that one okay so so we're back and um, I didn't hit the next thing here we go so we're back and this is um this is a, a dropping on Apple TV Plus, which I'm going to throw a, sh- a, sh- a shout out. We've had Apple TV Plus for, I don't know, since they offered that, that family plan that has everything with Apple Music and Apple Arcade. Mm-hmm. And we have mm-hmm. been like, oh, we're interested in that show, and we're interested in that show, and we haven't watched anything. Well, we finally broke the seal on the Apple TV Plus to watch a show called Ted Lasso. Have you seen oh, this yeah. show? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. This show is brilliant and i just forgot we have an episode we haven't watched yet that dropped last friday yeah. we yeah. caught up we didn't see the first season and it like surprised us when we caught up we caught up like early in the week let's like let's watch some ted lasso mm-hmm. it's like the next episode's friday it's like oh because that show is awesome brilliant yep brilliant so and it's 
been nominated for Emmys left and right. Like yeah, I I can awards. see it. I love yeah. I love Coach Beard. He, he's my favorite. Yeah. Coach Beard is the best. <laughs> but the um, cast is great. And now I have to ask: Have you seen C? Because now I want to see that because the season two is going to have Batista in it playing Momoa's brother. So. I kind of want to watch that. Well, I haven't seen a serious thing. But anyway, on that note, they are bringing us a a lot of these streaming sets, you know, like Amazon's bringing us Lord of the Rings. Um, Technically, HBO Max is bringing us Dune, much to the chagrin of the director. But um, Apple has brought us Foundation. Has this ever been done? This is the, you know, based on the Asimov book series. Ever been done? That's right. No, they did that. And still, when I originally mentioned this, I've not read the the original, the book, the source material. All I've ever heard about it is that it was a big influence on a lot of the mainstream science fiction film writers, screenwriters. It was it was an inspiration for a lot of movies. Yeah. Most most namely George Lucas and Star Wars was a, it was apparently a big influence on him. Huh. As, um, so. All right, let's let's check out this trailer. Okay, here we go. Trailer time. This is my first viewing. I'm excited. When I was a child at the edge of the galaxy, I heard stories about a man who could forecast the future. I enjoyed that act. But the story remained dark to me until many years later. Until it became my story. Until it became the only story. You're familiar with my work, psychohistory? Every mathematician has read your theory. It's not a theory. It's the future of mankind expressed in numbers. And the Empire won't like the future I predict. History is littered with charlatans and false messiahs. We should kill them. We could murder the man, but what about the movement, brother? That was Ronan. Martyrs tend to have a long half-life. His math was right. The Empire is dying. Wars will be endless. Thousand worlds reduced to cinders. Change is frightening. Especially to those in power. But we can soften the fall. So what's the plan? Many years from now, if humanity is to climb from the ashes, the coming generations will need the knowledge to build upon a foundation. We must preserve only the most essential pieces of civilization. Deciding what is remembered, what is forgotten. We are now staring down the barrel of a crisis. This is the plan. We're not turning around now. Mm-hmm. Looks epic. Wow. Yeah, so does it yeah. like occur over like several years or something? Because it seemed like some of the actors were being aged throughout it. Oh, maybe. 
coming How soon. How am I going to have time to watch all this? Can't wait. Whoops. I think I just started it over. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there That's were some exciting. actors I recognized there. I mean, I, the, I, mean, I, and I hate that I called this poor guy Ronan because he's been, you know, the first thing I saw him in, oh, Pushing Daisies. Okay. And I never connected him as being the same guy that is Ronan. Like, you know, sweet, nice guy from Pushing Daisies is Ronan the Accuser. And now is he supposed to be some sort of emperor or something here? Well, I can't. I don't know. Because they mean, showed a kid, then they showed him, and I kind of got the idea maybe they're the same person. But I don't know. I've read the books, and this is a – I am the opposite. I like to – for instance, I um, with uh, The Expanse, I will watch the season, which I know we, we forgot about that. We haven't watched the last season. But I'll watch the season then read the book. And I find that's more rewarding than reading the book and then complaining about the show, oh, not yeah. having everything. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Right. No, I get that. Um, absolutely. I can't agree more because almost always the source material is going to be better than there's so much that has to happen in the editing and rewriting and trimming things and internal monologues and characters thoughts and things that don't make any sense for a writer to try to translate into dialogue and and things like that. And you, you can't have just, 30 or 45 minutes of scenes in a movie of a character standing around where their thoughts are being played as, you know... I mean, unless it's a film noir. And reading. <laughs> or right. Deadpool. With just narration going on in the background. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, everything from Lord of the Rings to Harry Potter to Game of Thrones to... And I mean, it's a I, more rewarding experience, I think to watch the show and then read the book because then the book expands on if you enjoyed it it expands on it yeah if you didn't enjoy it maybe it makes it good (laughs) yeah a good example of that at least for me we've mentioned uh you mentioned it earlier in this episode the dresden files love the book series before i ever picked it up i watched the first season of it that the only season that ran before it got canceled after one season sci-fi network the old Mm -hmm. sci-fi created a dresden file show um, Jim Butcher optioned it um, to Sci-Fi Network, and they made one season of the show, and it is a fairly pale comparison. Right, very, I, I never watched it. I and don't. Well, I love that actor. That actor was perfect at the time. He, you that's kind of how I picture him. I, mean, I loved him in Arrow. Yeah. Um, Paul Blackstone, Blackthorn. Something. Blackstone. Yeah, Blackthorn. I think is Blackthorn. Blackthorn. I'm going I'm to stick Blackthorn. with that. And then when he comments in the comments, yeah. it's like, no, stupid. That's not what my name is. <laughs> He's but uh, yeah, of our subscribers. He, he's his portrayal of of Dresden was great. Um, it wasn't an acting issue; it was just how much they changed. Right. The, the I mean, I'd like to see it edited. now with uh, with the budgets that they're able to do with with what they could do with right. a show with a with a you don't even need a budget now. I mean, I mean, unless you're the CW, they could throw a little more money at the writers and special effects well, for the, the Flash. But the, <laughs> the only thing that Dresden Files even I hate to say this suffers from, and why I don't think it'll ever be made into a show or a movie or anything like that again, is that the urban fantasy genre has it's just been troped to death. There's just so many. There's a Vampire Academy and Twilight Saga and just all the zombie. Well, vampire not to werewolf. mention. If you're going to make Magic something school. about a modern Those. wizard nowadays, you're going to be competing with Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's funny how. But many times we are going to get Justice League Strange. Dark. 
last I heard, we're still okay. getting a Justice League Dark series on uh, oh, HBO Max that'll have that'll be Constantine and and we are getting Zantana at some point. Okay. So, and I know I don't know. I mean, um, Doctor Strange tends to be more of a superhero, but in DC they tend to be more like something from the Dresden Files. They're very they're mm-hmm. much more deep into this like mat. They'll like talk like in Justice League Dark. The recent run of comics, Merlin is literally the bad guy. Like it's he's, he's their mm. Thanos. <laughs> okay, right. so that might be interesting. Um, but yeah, so this uh, foundation, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that on the list. Um, is there anything else I've missed on Apple TV Plus that you've seen? <laughs> I need to check it out because if, if everything's oh, like, go back and look. Yeah. Uh oh. Here comes another dog. That means there's about to be some dog wrestling. Which, you know what? I think this might be our cue to call it for this episode. We're, we're finally back. Uh, we'll, we'll see about doing another one next week. We'll have, we may have. Are you going to see Shang-Chi? Absolutely. Yeah, we, yeah. Can, do a, uh, we can do a sort of light on the spoilers Shang-Chi review. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. So, until, until next time. Yep. Nice. 